Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Go and do likewise. Those are the final words of last week's Gospel, the story of the Good Samaritan that immediately precede today's story of Mary and Martha. The neighbor is the one who shows mercy. Go and do likewise, Jesus says. As Pastor Amy noted last week, that's easier said than done. While Jesus is neighbor to us, drawing near, ready to show mercy and compassion, hearing our cries, seeing our needs, and responding by offering his own life for us, we struggle to do the same. Today's gospel picks up with the next scene, and I think it illustrates just how challenging it is for us to go and do likewise. If the story of the Good Samaritan reminds us that our God draws near to us, that Jesus is our neighbor responding to our cries and showing us mercy, then this story gives us an illustration of how we might respond when God draws near to us. Jesus shows up on Mary and Martha's doorstep. Martha welcomes him and the disciples into their home, but is worried and distracted by many things. Mary sits at his feet, listening to what he's saying. How ought we respond when Jesus draws near? In Jesus' own words, Mary has chosen the better part. Now Martha was doing all the right things. In fact, that phrase, she was distracted by many tasks, is actually better translated that she was distracted by all the diakonia, all the service, all the ministry. She was busy doing what she was called to do, but she missed the most important thing. She missed the gift of Jesus' presence right in front of her. When Jesus draws near, Are we worried and distracted by many things like Martha? Or are we ready to sit at at Jesus' feet and listen like Mary? I confess that I feel a lot like Martha, worried and distracted by many things. Worried about the world that feels more broken by the day. Worried about the church and disturbing downward trends about participation in religious communities. 
worried about what's happened to all the kids and youth and their families who just aren't here anymore. Worried about the elderly who are even more isolated because of the pandemic and fragile health. Worried about the toll the past few years has taken on marriages and on mental health. I find myself distracted by looking for answers, searching for interventions, for ways to help. I feel for Martha because I imagine her worry and her distraction, perhaps like my own, are grounded in her care and concern for others. Again, these many tasks that are keeping Martha so busy is the work of ministry. It's worthwhile, important service. But still, I hear Jesus' words, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. There is need of only one thing. We need Jesus. We need Jesus to come near to us, and Jesus does just that. As we heard last week, Jesus is neighbor to us, drawing near, joining us on our journey in the word, in the water, in the bread, and in the wine. Jesus draws near to us, which is what gives us the power and the hope of drawing near to others. That's the heart of this story. So how do we respond when Jesus has drawn near? Mary pays attention, which is a pretty risky choice. She risks being challenged by what he says, being changed because she has been in the Lord's presence. When we pay attention to Jesus in our midst, we might find ourselves rethinking long-held beliefs or beloved traditions. We might find ourselves challenged to take a new or a different perspective into account, maybe even one that causes us to feel guilt or shame about our own actions or thoughts. We might find that our minds and our hearts and our whole lives are changed by the encounter. I heard a joke years ago that has stuck with me, probably because it contains that kernel of truth. A pastor had a sign on her door that said, prayer changes things. One Sunday, she found a parishioner taking the sign off her door. She asked him what he was doing. He responded, well, pastor, I just don't believe it's true. She said, you don't believe in prayer? He said, no, I don't believe in change. That's the risk Mary takes when she sits at Jesus' feet. She's not shirking her responsibilities. She's taking a risk. She is opening herself to receiving what Jesus has to offer, which also means taking the risk of being changed. We know that Jesus doesn't play by the world's rules. Jesus doesn't care about social norms or cultural expectations. Jesus doesn't worry about ticking off the people in power. Jesus doesn't care if his boss fires him or his neighbors ostracize him. Jesus doesn't count the costs of his actions. Drawing near to Jesus means being changed, seeing and hearing a new perspective that threatens to upend our whole way of life, or at least 
possibly change course. Mary allows herself to remain in Jesus' presence. And by doing so, she risks having her own plans and ideas and expectations changed. She has indeed chosen the better part. So how do you respond when Jesus draws near? Obviously, most of us cannot expect Jesus himself to knock on our door. But we can expect to meet Jesus in the face of our neighbors, in the face of the people we meet each day. And we still have the choice of how to respond. Do we keep our head down, staying busy and distracted with our many tasks? Or do we stop and pay attention? I have a challenge for you this week if you choose to accept it. I invite you to stop and pay attention to someone in your life this week. Maybe it's someone with whom you share a household, where you spend your days on autopilot without really talking or listening. Maybe it's a neighbor with whom you've only ever exchanged a a pleasant wave. Maybe it's someone you've shared a pew with at church for years and you don't know anything other than their name. I invite you to stop long enough to get curious and pay attention. Maybe you'll ask them how they're doing and really listen for their answer. Maybe you'll notice something you hadn't before or hear a story or learn something new about them. Maybe you will glimpse the living God who has drawn near to us here and now. As Pastor Amy said last week, only when we experience Jesus neighboring us do we have any hope of going near the cries of mercy that call to us every moment of every day. Then and only then do we have any hope of being the kind of neighbor that Jesus is for us. I suspect that when we choose to pay attention, when we stop long enough to notice Jesus drawing near in the face and the voice and the stories of one another, we will find ourselves drawn to love and serve God in new ways. Pastor Amy and I have experienced this kind of firsthand recently as we've been recording our Living the Word podcasts. Those are the episodes of this podcast that drop on Thursdays, where we interview a member of this community of faith or someone connected to BLC. In each conversation, even though these are people I I thought I knew, each conversation I have learned something new about their lives or their diakonia, their service in the world. Through these conversations, I have absolutely glimpsed the face of Christ in them. And I've been strengthened by noticing and paying attention to Jesus drawing near to me. I've been encouraged by seeing the body of Christ active and alive in the world, sometimes in places and through people and in ways I just had never noticed and certainly didn't expect. That time of paying attention has been a gift and strengthened my faith. I hope if you listen to some of those episodes, you find the same thing. Recently, one of our own members of this community, Bill Antel, 
approached us about focusing our efforts on collecting for the parent and food shelf. Anyone who's had even a short conversation with Bill knows his longtime commitment to keeping those shelves stocked with food. When I talk to Bill, I hear the voice of Jesus, who says, feed the hungry. His prompting encourages us to respond to those in need by filling those shelves. Which brings me to your second challenge, your second homework assignment, if you will, of this sermon. A summer food challenge. Bill provided $100 in matching funds to challenge us to fill the shelves of the Parenton food shelf. Those monies were already claimed by those who worshipped in person on Sunday morning, but the challenge remains. Buy food. Bring it to church by Sunday, July 31st as an offering to the food shelf. Or make a donation through the donation page on the Bethlehem website and designate it for the Parenton food shelf. When Jesus draws near to us, this time in the face and voice of Bill, saying, The cries of mercy have come from those who are hungry in our community. Then we respond to those needs. We heed Jesus' call to go and do likewise because we stopped long enough to pay attention to how Jesus is showing up in our midst today. When we've experienced Jesus drawing near to us, we are empowered to draw near to others. Please join me in prayer. Gracious God, you are near to us in the faces of our neighbors, those known to us and those we pass by without a second thought. Still our minds and quiet our hearts long enough to pay attention so that we might really notice you in our midst that we might hear your voice calling us to share your love with others, that we might be changed by encountering you. Give us the courage to take the risk not to keep our heads down and our lives busy, but to keep our minds and hearts open to your presence and to your call. We pray in Jesus' name. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.